July 21st, 2019. This is the Dad and Rock Podcast with Sean Mulholland and... And Chris Regan here. Welcome. Welcome. Good evening to you, sir. Well, how's everything been going? Uh, it's good. It's good. This is our first uh, kind of test run here for the podcast, and uh, I think it's a good idea to, I guess, get a little background. Where, uh, why are we here right now? This is your fault, so <laughs> you talk about it. <laughs> well, I mean, we're a couple nerdy dads, but it's got a little, you know, a couple, well, I've got a couple kids, you've got one. Yes. And uh, I've always kind of been into these, you know, dad podcasts that kind of give you, you know, information on how not to screw up your kids. This is definitely <laughs> not going to be one of those. Uh, we can actually get into, you know, taking our kids camping or taking, you know, just doing fun things and trying to, you know, hold it to our nerd roots. And I think I've actually become more of a nerd over time and you've kind of pulled yeah. away from it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I think you have. We've reversed roles a little bit. Yeah. So a uh, little bit of background. Chris and I have known each other since the fourth grade. What year was that? 1993? Oh, good Lord. I'm dating ourselves here. Yeah, something down those lines. I forget <laughs> about it because we're getting to that point where 40's close and I don't uh, want to think about it. Anyway, I know I was 10 years old when we first met. Oh, and, I'll never uh, forget you sitting on the curb, though. Yeah. It was just me si- <laughs> you sitting on the curb as a new kid in school and me sitting down next to you thinking, wow, oh, got this kid's pathetic uh, looking. I out. must have looked <laughs> so pathetic to take pity on from you. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> that was a long time ago. But yeah, you used to be kind of more of a... Uh, Kind of about all around, not jock, but like into sports stuff and, you know, cars and stuff like that. And I was way more into Star Wars and, uh, you know, movie trivia and stuff like that. And Actually, completely flipped, though, because I was all like you were saying. I was outside playing hockey or football on the football team in high school. And right. you were all about in your basement with your, your Star Wars figures hanging on your wall. And yeah. And we flipped it now, and I've got, you know, the brand new... Uh, turtle set from back in the 90s hanging on my wall with turtles posters saying next to them and you're playing fantasy football and i've bailed out you're right yeah i'm playing fantasy football when you <laughs> are not so and, and following all kinds of things so anyway we've we've known each other a long time and we've uh, matured into different interests here and i think it's uh, it'll be a fun podcast just to talk about um having kids and uh, the stuff that comes out in, in pop culture and sports and whatever we kind of just feel like talking about and whatever you feel like listening to i guess you don't have to listen to it <laughs> but we would <laughs> yes, uh, like we would subscribe. like it if you did yeah subscribe yeah we don't care if you listen just to subscribe uh anyway so i understand that you uh happen to see the lion king this weekend new release this weekend in theaters uh john favreau's uh not live action but uh yeah, live action CG type kind of a, a photorealistic. Yeah. yeah, how was it? It was uh well to start with it, it was visually amazing. I mean, it looked great from start to finish. There was nothing that you can say that was was negative down those lines. But they did like squashing my childhood. Oh no! Oh man! Yeah, there was there was scenes. I I feel like they were making changes actually in the movie. Just for the sake of making changes, like there's Give an no reason. Uh, what? Okay, one of my favorite favorite lines of the movie when Pumbaa's running through and Nala's chasing him, and Timon jumps out and he says, "I'm always saving your." <laughs> yeah, they cut that completely. Oh. That that wasn't there. Uh, another scene that I was waiting for was when uh, Rafiki hits Simba with a stick. 
It says the past does hurt. Oh, yeah, that was a pretty pivotal uh, moment in the animated one. That was cut. Wow. That, that wasn't in there either. So, I mean, there was a few lines. Now, there was one thing they added that actually, for comic relief, worked. And it was in a comic relief spot before. When they actually send uh, Pumbaa and Timon to do the Dress and Dragon do the hula. Yeah. And they actually changed the song, and they started singing Be My Guest. Oh, that's funny. And it, it caught me off guard, and right. I actually laughed. I was like, okay, cool. I mean, it wasn't the same, but it was, once again, changing for the sake of changing that. Right. There was no reason behind it. And some of the dialogue was different, which I can kind of understand, because you kind of have to when you're going to go that route. But yeah. As a whole, I mean, Scar is a scary bastard. I know that much. Yeah. And <laughs> the way they made him look in the actual movie, it, it gave him that dark dark look and even Pumbaa for the most part was kind of like wow that's kind of nightmare fuel too really well yeah, he was... what I had just what I'd heard about it at first I was really excited about this movie coming out it was one of the top ones that I wanted to see you know this summer and then when I started to I'm sometimes so bad about reading reviews early or whatever and I kind of let that taint my judgment of what the movie's going to be but all I heard were, like, I mean, it just wasn't worth making it. Like, uh, they were just like, well, it was kind of neat, you know, the first five minutes, and then once you get used to that, it's like, why am I here? I could be home watching The uh, the Good Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, after about, after the, the, the visual wore off yeah. at the very beginning, it was I kind of got that boring feeling. It was like, okay what's going on here where we're going to go how are they going to start you know with scar eating the mouse yeah and i mean even they played they played that out so far and it was like a, a two minute maybe a minute and a half type thing of this mouse running around and all of a sudden scar gets him it was huh it was now a little did, much did you see the aladdin remake no i avoided that like the play <laughs> i will not see that i i have not seen the beauty and the beast i uh Mulan is kind of rubbing people the wrong way. I, I didn't. I never seen the cartoon of that one. Right. That was kind of after our. You know, we were probably too old to appreciate Mulan when that came out. Yeah, that wasn't for us. I Lion King was probably the last Dis, big Disney movie cartoon movie anyway that came out that you and I were probably young enough to be excited about. I loved all the Aladdins. I mean, I really got into the Aladdins, and that, yeah, that wasn't too long after the Lion Kings. No, well the. The first Aladdin was a couple years before The Lion King. And then, okay. oh, you're talking about the direct-to-video sequels. Yeah, they were pretty fun. Oh, yeah, that's back before Disney actually put the sequels in the theaters. Yeah, yeah. Because we were... had Aladdin, then there was the two after that that went right Return to... Return of Jafar. Yeah, right to VHS. And uh, King of Thieves, yeah. my house. What did you think of the uh, voice cast of the new Lion King. Uh, it, that I have no complaints. And actually, uh, when it came to Pumbaa, Seth Rogen nailed yeah, it. Yeah, that, that's kind nailed of perfect it. casting. Yeah, I mean, he, he, they could not have picked a perfect and an any better person to go ahead and play Pumbaa. The rest of them, Timon. I wish Timon's vo voice was a little used to what my childhood ears were used to. Right. But uh, as a whole, I mean, that that didn't bother me at all. Because I remember walking out thinking, boy, they really nailed Pumbaa. The only thing that I really heard around, and like, you know, with a grain of salt, because I haven't seen the movie for myself, but some of the reviews said that um, it was kind of hard for them 
it was like the the animals couldn't emote because they were so photorealistic. It's not like they had exaggerated features to where you could tell that they were like frightened or excited. So everything kind of looked flat. And because of that, even the voice performances sounded very flat. You know, all this talk of the remake just makes me want to own the uh, the original. I don't own the original on digital yet. I need to get the 4K. Yeah, I don't think I own that one either. And the more I watch, I'm shocked I have him because this is yeah. I seen it was the first the first movie I can actually remember seeing in the theater, and it was at the the Cumberland Mall movie theater. Oh my gosh, yeah, I remember seeing it there back when the theaters were still you know in the malls and yeah. they were terrible and oh they awful. hurt your butt yeah every ten Sticky minutes you have to shift. yeah oh yeah you'd have to watch the movie with uh, people's. Uh, the tops of people's heads on the bottoms of the screens, <laughs> and the t- and the screen wasn't even. If you think back on it, the screen wasn't big. It's right. nowhere near as big as it is today. Nah. But then again, our TVs in our houses were only like twenty inches. Yeah, we're a little spoiled uh, <laughs> these days. You think about uh, what we're used to in our living rooms, and even what we're used to in the theaters now with. You know, you sit in a rec- uh, plush leather recliner and oh, just man. kick your feet up. I did not see with my theater. They, they've got the recliners, they got the heated seats, they got the reserve seats, the whole yeah. deal. I did not think that in our IMAX, it would be any different. So yeah. I went ahead and did the 2D IMAX showing. And they were new seats. They were comfortable seats. They weren't recliners. They weren't heated. They were yeah. none of that. Oh. I was like, oh, okay. So if I really don't want to see this in an IMAX, I'm not going to pay extra to sit in crappy seats. No. Wow, that stinks. And I thought about it. I was like, you know what? They, it, it's all money-wise. I mean, they wanted to fit the, the, the most capacity into that $16, $17 range for that IMAX showing. Right. But I was like, okay, well, that's kind of a bummer. Because me and Janessa sat down. We're like, oh. Did you take the kids stuff. with you or no? No. Oh, we did a full-out date night. Uh, it's kind of funny. Two adults going to see Lion King for a date night. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, we got a babysitter for them, and we met up with some friends for dinner afterwards. And it was actually an adult evening. I haven't had one of those adult evenings. Oh, in boy, that sounds nice. Very, very long time. It's been a while. Oh, yeah, you know, fish and chips and two adult beverages. and it was, did, you, uh, did you seriously have fish and chips last night? Oh, absolutely. Because I I fi- we had fish and chips last night. No way. Is that weird or what? <laughs> You're witness to it, folks. We are uh, that aligned. No, we, uh, there's this new place around here. They l- literally just opened up, and uh, they uh, we looked at the menu, and that's what we both ended up settling on. So we both got two fish and chips dinners. Oh, yeah. Anytime anyway, I go over weird. to uh, the pub over here behind me at the green, it's always fish and chips. I'll say that your dinner was probably, your fish and chips are probably better than my fish and chips. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be going back to that place. Definitely good. Well, but, uh, overall, I'd say if you were interested in seeing the movie, yeah, uh, I would say go see it. Uh, not in IMAX, not in the 3D. Right. Go ahead and see the, the 2D standard version. Pay, you know, don't pay too much for it. But uh, it's definitely worth seeing. Definitely if you grew up on it, because I mean that's kind of what we did. And I drug my wife in to see the re-release of it a while back. So we were yeah. in the theater, and I was getting punched the whole way because I was you know, <laughs> singing along with the songs and right. all the lyrics. I knew everything to it. And oh, I heard they uh, cut "Be Prepared" pretty short. Oh yeah, they changed that completely. 
Uh, that was I mean, like the it best w- song, or my favorite yeah. song, anyway. But it also it, it built up the ore of of Scar. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you really don't know a whole lot of Scar. He he looks scary. He's got the scar. You know, he kind of vaguely mentions he's not going to threaten. You know, challenge his brother again. Yeah, that's that kind of how he got. Lays the scar. out his whole plan in that song. Yeah, and the hyenas were a little different. There was it was actually a head hyena, and like a couple other hyenas too. Was it Whoopi Goldberg? <laughs> yeah, it kind of it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> she would fit it better now. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, don't waste your money on it. But if it when it comes out, it's worth a rent. I think yeah, I think when it comes out, I'm not gonna see it in the theater. I don't think. But when it comes out, it's more than likely. I assume it's gonna be visually stunning on 4K HDR. So give my give my TV a workout and uh, show me. Anytime something new comes out where I could take advantage of some uh, some Dolby Vision and 4K, I try to. <laughs> try to try to maximize it. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, I, that's what I've been hearing around with that. So I, I was interested because I know what a fan of you are the, of the original. So uh, kind of stinks that it wasn't up to snuff. But oh well, at least you. Uh, so what else have we got here? Lots of other stuff happening this weekend. This happens to be the weekend of the San Diego Comic Con 2019. Have you seen any uh, news come out of there? Oh, uh, they dropped basically their whole next phase four release. I mean, they they laid oh, for Marvel. Out. Yeah, for Marvel. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that was that's pretty much the only thing that really caught my eye. I know there was a few other things like uh, they got the cast together for Game of Thrones, and then the the actual writers bailed on them last minute, so they couldn't actually. Yeah, that anything. was like one of the first stories that broke maybe Thursday or Friday. How they had, they had bailed, but I honestly I can't blame them. <laughs> There's no um, need. Why do they need to answer the questions? They don't need to be there, and all they were going to have is people just, like, you know, throwing tomatoes at them. So uh, they have Star Wars to work on. They're busy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's a pretty big one there, too. Yeah. But, uh, I was, I was for a long time, I mean, you know, we, we've kind of talked back and forth about the whole Marvel thing and how exhausted I was getting of it. Yeah. And What's, the, uh, what, what movie do you think kind of started that for you, where you were like, eh, it's getting long in the tooth. Like, what... What was the first couple of movies where you weren't as excited about Marvel movies? I think it may have actually been the uh, uh, Guardians. I think really right about, right about the first Guardians movie is. So are you, are you not a fan of the first Guardians movie? Uh, I I didn't mind it. I mean, yeah. I, it is it's good for what it is. It's a good comic relief. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know anything of them either. That was, that was my first yeah. like, exposure to them completely. And there's going to be a few that are coming out. At least one. Uh, I'm gonna say two that are coming out in this next like phase. Yeah, that's gonna be a, a first like exposure for me. Right. Because I've got no idea who the the externals are, or oh, the, the Shanghai. The Eternals. Like, yeah. The Eternals. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. Th- that's uh, all right. Nobody knows who they are. Hero. That's okay. <laughs> but the cast is amazing. Did you see the cast? That I did see that cast. Uh, uh, Angelina Jolie is like one of the main char- characters. Angelina Jolie cast. and Sel- Selma Hayek. I was yeah. like, what? She's there that's, too. They're really going all in. They figure if they get people that don't so much know what who they are, but they yeah. get the actual names behind it. People will go and say, you know what? They're giving it a chance. Oh, uh, speaking of Game of Thrones, uh, Rob Stark. He was one of the guys, too. He's cast. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, he was the first guy that came out. Um, I forget I his real name. Him. Anyway, the guy who yeah. plays Rob Stark, he's in there. Um, and there's uh, a few other folks. Oh, um, 
be helpful. You know, this is our first podcast. Maybe we should have some of the stuff up before we start recording. <laughs> but uh, anyway, there's another guy. Uh, did you see trailers for that comedy called Stuber with uh, Dave Batista and uh, this other guy? Is it a uh, cab driver? No, I, I, by the look at your face, I, I'm thinking you haven't seen it. Anyway. I think I've seen the trailer on TV. I, like... Okay, well, the guy, uh, the guy who plays the uh, taxi driver, he's in there too. Okay, you know, I've vaguely seen it. I have not paid any attention to it because it doesn't look like something I'll be interested in. Really? I figured that'd be up your alley. It looked just like a goofball comedy. Speaking of a goofball comedy, so a long time ago, we remember The Rock doing the Tooth Fairy. So yeah. there was there was a new Rock Tooth Fairy type movie that's coming out. No, and it's no. got John Cena in it. Oh my and gosh! It, I found myself laughing at the preview. Oh, my I don't. I, it's terrible because I don't remember the name of the movie. All I remember is that he's there. There are firefighters, and they get these three kids, and they're trying to find their parents. And while they're fine, you know, trying to find them, they got them in an actual firehouse. And I'm not sure how long like the, the time period is. Yeah, but they're like breaking these like firefighters who are like parachuters. They'll jump behind the fire. And they're like breaking them in, and like just, it, it looks funny. I, I said we, we should have this stuff up before we start. Playing with fire. Yes, that's it. Was uh, John Leguizamo in it too? Uh, I don't, I don't think they showed him in the trailer. Okay. Uh, playing with fire. Wow. Twenty nineteen. Okay, I'll I have to watch the trailer after this. Uh, but it, I mean, I'm watching. At first, I see uh, John Cena. And then yeah. I see him in the first scene, and he's t- basically he jumps in. He, the kids are there, and he's like all hardcore. He's like, "When I say go, we go, we go." And all of a sudden, the guys up top say, "He said go," and they're pulling him up, and he's smacking it into the ceiling <laughs> over like three times. And then it cuts to like, you know, and then with the kids in the firehouse and say how they're gonna keep them until they find the other parents, and it's oh, like gotcha. three. It's almost like the missed out fire ages, the three yeah, different ages. You know, we were inundated with that as kids like through the 90s or just like movies like that with kids in peril and just like goofball comedies uh, with kids in it whether it be like the Mighty Ducks or uh, God what I'm thinking like Dunstan Dunstan Checks In that one with the orangutan at the hotel oh, wow. do you remember that all one? about that one yeah <laughs> anyway I don't feel I feel like they don't make kids movies like that too much anymore is it like a kids movie? Is it more oh, like it's a comedy? Oh, it's 100% a kids movie. Oh, wow. It's a kids movie that will make adults laugh because it's just so far beyond like what reality should be. Yeah. So that is, that was, uh, it looks like Keegan-Michael Mike, Keegan Key. Yes, he was, that's exactly it, yes. Uh, you know, one half of Key and Peele, John Cena, John, Legu- John Leguizamo is in there, Tyler Maine. So it looks like a pretty good little cast. Yeah. Yeah, there was one of the scenes in there where they, it shows this like big nasty dog running at this little old girl, and she puts her hand out and he just sits. Uh. And, and then um, uh, he just looks at him, and starts laughing, and says, "She just broke your dog." And he, uh, uh, Cena's kind of like dumbfounded. Like, Hold on, he's like the meanest dog out here, and you just got him to sit. Yeah. I'll have that, to check that out after. Uh, yeah, I have to check that trailer out. That was not uh, that was not a part of Comic Con. No, week. that was a complete side uh, tangent that we got on. Going we really there. did. Wow, that was, a, that was a good, maybe about a five ten minute one there too. That's yeah. A, okay. Well, you know what? I know about a movie that for I our first one that I didn't know of uh, prior to this podcast. So now I get to check it out. Um, yeah, but, 
But what do you really know about the the new Phase Four? Like, I'm actually looking at the lineup now, and it, here's I mean, the there's thing. a lot there. It looks good. There's a lot there I don't know about. This is honestly, I'm a little hesitant about stuff that's coming out. Um. And I don't know why. It's mostly because it's like I said. I mean, I don't know much about the Eternals. Um, I'm sure uh, Thor sequel will be good. What do you know about the new Thor? I know a little bit about it. What do you know about it? I know whatever they've put out thus far. I know so that we know Chris Hemsworth that, uh, is going to be in it. Valkyrie is going to be in it. Um, and I know that uh, Natalie Portman's back, and apparently she's going to take the mantle. And at some point in this movie, she's going to become Thor. <laughs> she's going to pay, it's going to be the female version of Thor. So they're going to be kind of picking that up, which I thought was a, uh, which was kind of big. I was like, wow, they're really. Well, it's a big deal because word. she was. I mean, she was in the first two, right? Yeah. I mean, she Natalie, played a pretty big role in the first one. She did in the first one. In the second one, she was kind of more of a damsel in distress. And I mean, I don't remember too much about the plot of that film. Only that she was kind of she didn't have much to do besides kind of be the, uh, you know, the person that Thor needed to save. But I mean, she's a big actress, right? It's friggin' Natalie Portman. She's been big since we were kids. So for her to be kind of like sidelined, I don't think she felt too great about that. And then they just wrote her out when it came to the Avengers and, you know, Thor Ragnarok. Like she was just gone. Yeah. And uh, in Ragnarok, I think was my favorite of the Thors. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. the whole, like, the, the eye patch, short hair, he actually harnesses, harnesses the actual lightning. The oh, I like thing. the whole thing. Like, from yeah. beginning to end, it was just, like, fun. And, uh, just, like, the heavy metal themes, and, uh, when he came down, uh, oh, when Kate Blanchett had him, like, trapped up there, and she was like, I am the goddess of death. What are you? And then he's like, the god of, like, then the lightning comes down, and then you start hearing the uh, Led Zeppelin play, and yeah. it comes down in slow motion. It's Rex Shop. Yeah. Well, that whole thing when that, when the music started playing, I actually got goosebumps <laughs> yeah. in the theater. I was like, "Oh, that, that oh, that's awesome." <laughs> well, a good thing is uh, Taika Waititi, the director of Ragnarok. He didn't direct the other two, but he directed Ragnarok. Yeah, he's, he's coming he's back, back for it. He's back. Yeah, for that's this. that's a good sign. Thor: Love and Thunder is the title of the fourth Thor movie, and that um, kind of has a, an old school kind of, and even the way it's laid out. It kind of has an old school like He Man, the logo to the, to the logo. It, yeah, though? it's crazy. It's uh, it's right in that wheelhouse, man. I th- I thought the same for Ragnarok too. It had that real like '80s laser on metal kind of vibe. Yeah, and this well, they're one... kind of sticking to what the best like what worked, and, and yeah. maybe the the directors kind of feel that's like that's where I want to stay. I just hope that because Ragnarok was so much fun. And I know they're going to aim this to be fun. And I think Natalie Portman's a good actress. But I don't think I've ever seen Natalie Portman have fun in any role that I've ever seen her be in. Like, she's very serious, dramatic, black swan. Uh, even well, in the Star Wars She's going to have no choice between the, uh, all the actors that are in it. Because all those actors are, like, goofy. Right. I, and yeah. if she doesn't find a way to be goofy with them, she's going to stand out like a sore thumb, and it's just not going to work. That's what I'm afraid of, and I hope I'm wrong about that. I, I mean, I'm willing to reserve judgment. She's a good enough actress to give her that slack, but um, that's my only hesitation when it comes to that. What but about the... Oh. Yeah, you go ahead. I was going to say, then we have a... I mean, there's WandaVision. I mean, this is one of the ones that's going right to Disney+. Plus. And they came out and said this is going to happen after Endgame, which raises a lot of questions because they really haven't gotten a whole lot into it. But how is Vision alive 
after Endgame when his uh, Infinity Stone was taken right out of his forehead. Yeah. And he was pretty much known void. It was gone. Was he backed up on any of the Stark hard drives or anything? Was it was like his his like I don't know. That's that's what my assumption is. I think there's just more there because even in the movie um, in Infinity War, you had uh, Suri in Wakanda. She was talking to uh, Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner. Okay, yeah. And she was like diagnosing Vision and trying to get the stone out of him without like oh, killing him. She may have done it there in Wakanda, not so much at Stark Towers. Yeah, I think she's smart enough to take whatever whatever Tony put in there, whatever Bruce put in there. I think she's smart enough to make Vision a thing again without the Mind Stone. But if she's in it, like, who knows if she's even in it? <laughs> yeah, there is that. But it's like, okay, there was a relationship built between him and uh, the Scarlet uh, Witch. Witch. Right, Scarlet Witch. There yeah. was a relationship built there. So if, if are they starting fresh? Is it like she right. remembers everything, but he doesn't? Yeah, so he could be like trying to rebuild that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could be interesting. Maybe, maybe they do. Maybe they start fresh and. Uh, that's maybe the point of the show. The only things that I've heard about the show is that it apparently takes place like the setting of it seems really weird. Where it takes place in like a like an idealistic nineteen fifties like all shucks leave it to Beaver kind of setting. But yeah, and that doesn't fit their. I don't know what to make of that after Endgame. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that unless unless they're living in some kind of simulation or dream or something, <laughs> or they're just throwing up smoke screens. Because I mean, it's still so far. I mean, we're looking spring of twenty twenty before this comes out. Right, it's gonna so, be I a mean, long time. It, it could change things. Yeah, I don't know. That that one's kind of up there. I'm looking for actually I have all of them that I'm looking at. Like all like the there's two that are coming actually to Disney Plus that I'm looking forward to. One I know of the them first is, Lo- one is Loki. Oh, okay. Loki, uh, because they're saying it's going to be, it's the alternate universe of Loki. So yeah. when he leaves with the Tesseract, when they're d- getting all the stones... During Endgame, yeah. Yes, it's going to be that one. It's not going to be the Loki that we've seen do the whole transition to good guy. Right, uh, he's still fully bad guy. Yeah, he. it's the Loki that was fighting, that got slammed by Hulk that on Stark Tower. Ch- that just lost the Battle of New York like five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that one. So he's still really vengeant. He's still got a thing going. The thing is with that, though, are we ever going to see Thor... Because you can't have a full Loki like show without Thor showing his face periodically. Yeah, he's got to be in there. I'm sure they do. I mean, it's it's all Disney. It's all dump trucks full of money. I'm sure Chris Hemsworth just shows up for like a day. And a, cameo, a cameo and does a couple and things, yeah. And what's the other one? Um, well, I was going to say The Mandalorian, but I think you're sticking with the Marvel theme. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm going to stick in this right now. Yeah, It's a given. Yeah, yeah no, Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. That is a. Uh, that is definitely is. You know, day one. That's take a my whole money. different conversation there. Yeah, but uh, which other one are you uh, were you looking at? What if? Oh yeah, that that one seems. I mean, even though it's gonna be completely animated, which is kind of off what they've been doing, it that one sounds fun. Just the and idea you know, of having different things and different outcomes. If they have the kind of animation style, at least the quality. I mean, it's Disney, right? <laughs> like we, well, we I'm for- expecting at least the quality they put uh, Spider-Man into the uh, into the Spider-Verse. That's what I was gonna say. Like, if they can match some of that quality, then I uh, honestly I welcome the animation bit of it. Like, maybe they can make something really really cool out of it. But uh, that you know that used to be a comic series of What If, 
Yeah, uh, I, I heard a little bit about it. I yeah. don't I haven't really dug too far into it, but what I've actually uh, found out about it, I, it seems enjoyable. Just, yeah. I mean, because right now, because the movies, the way the movies were going, you knew kind of the outcome of each movie because they had to line up with the other movies. Right. Now, we didn't know how Endgame was going to, you know, essentially end. Yeah. But we knew, okay, so this has to happen and that has to happen because this has kind of already happened there and this is going to line up. This here can take it completely off off, off base. Yeah. Also, we can see two Hulks fighting each other that are, like, right. somehow got together in the same, you know, universe because, you know, things split because of Doctor Strange or something crazy. Yeah. I'm The only, as far as, like, what was announced today, Thor's probably I'm most excited about. Um, there's also the Eternals, which beyond the cast, which is exciting. I, don't, I have no idea what the Eternals is even about. I mean, I'm, I trust Marvel enough to make a good movie, so I'm looking forward to it. But at the same time, I just have no idea what that's going to be like. And uh, I, there is this Doctor Strange sequel um, that apparently Scarlet Witch might even be in. Cause they, yeah, they yeah she actually out. came out on this stage and said she's going to be in that one as well. Yeah. Um, and then finally, did you stick around for the last... Last little bit of that that uh, of the show. Did you watch any of this on on YouTube or anything? No, this was all I was picking up through uh, just like snake bits here and there. So at the very end, you know, they go. Kevin Feige's out there, and you know, he's the producer of all these movies. Yeah. And he's introducing these folks one by one. He's bringing out casts, and they're answering like one question a piece, and then you know, hightailing it out of there with the crowd going nuts. Um, the last thing that they do after they take a big group photo is uh, they bring out um, this actor. I don't know if you know him. He's, his name is Mahersha Ali. Oh, you're talking about Blade? Yes. Yes, I, yes, I did they're, see that. I was doing shocked. a new Blade. What? Now, have you seen Mahersha Ali in anything? Uh, I can't say that I know off the top of my head. He's, I mean, I've only seen him in a few things. What I have seen him in, I've really liked him in. Um, he's He's won a couple of Oscars, but... What stuck with me most recently, he was in uh, the third season of True Detective, and True Detective is actually a show that I hadn't watched. Like the first season came out with Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey, and it was it got all sorts of praise and people loved it. The second season people didn't like as much, and they kind of wrote, wrote off the show that like, well, was, I guess you know the first season was good, and now they're done. Uh, but this third season came out, and it came out. Um, a few months ago, but I absolutely loved it. He plays a detective, of course, I mean, it's true detective. He plays a detective. He was excellent in it, and his partner in that show is Stephen Dorff. Do you remember Stephen Dorff? Stephen Dorff played Deacon Frost in the first Blade movie. He was the bad guy in the first Blade movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that little connection I thought was kind of neat. That's something... These, these two were partnered and paired in, in every episode together in this True Detective show. And it turns out that uh, they were Blade and Deacon Frost the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly feel like, um, because Comic-Con these days, it's, it's still big, but it's not as big as it once was. And a lot of studios even sit it out well, anymore. they've got their own now. So Disney's yeah. got their own. Disney and- has D23. Um, so I'm thinking they probably held a couple cards close to their vest. I, I think there's some stuff that's coming out in the next couple of years that they have not announced yet. Well, I think there's an expectation right now as well, because San Diego Comic-Con still is kind of the flagship. Right. So, I mean, there there's, a, there's an expectation of them, you know, releasing things, kind of down these lines. And then when people start pulling out, 
you know, last minute or they're not doing things. Or I know there's a couple pretty big studios that did not even have a uh, a spot in San Diego this year because they yeah. have their own, you know, their their own release, like you know, the Disney setup does. So we're kind of and there's and there's more than just San Diego. San Diego is big. I mean, San Diego's always been big. I think San Diego's grown to a level where it's almost not even. Uh, I don't know it, how it's anybody does too it. Big. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you would sounds like you would just be standing in line the the entire time. Now, somewhere it's one of those things I'd love to experience. Right. Go once and experience, but then it's almost like New York's got one that doesn't sound like it's grown to the level where you can't have fun at. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. You know, sleep in line. To, you know, get a good spot at, a, you know, a panel that's worth seeing. Yeah. And it almost seems like these these Comic-Cons now are more about the panels and less about probably what they were originally set up for. Oh, for sure. Um, and, I mean, they're international these days. It's not even just the U.S. They, they have them in Brazil and, like, like just everywhere now. Yeah, I know. It's it's kind of I crazy. mean, even, even local for us, we got the one, uh, the Comic Expo in Cincinnati. Yep. Which which would be coming up? We got to look at it sooner or later. I'm not even sure if there's one down in Louisville or not. So there is. It just started up in the last few years. I don't think it's very big. I think that the one in Cincinnati is still uh, a bit bigger. The bigger um, of the two in our area. Yeah. When is that coming up? Is that uh, in September? September, I think. Yeah. I mean, oh, there's man, been it's a be here faster than we realize. Yeah. Exactly. I haven't looked into tickets yet, but there's been a, a few uh, few people that have been worth. I actually I wouldn't mind getting them to sign something like Will Wheaton. Oh yeah, well, we will be pretty cool to see, and it's, it's one of those things too that uh, it's like okay, so we went last year, we enjoyed it, got a bunch of things. I'm just now hanging stuff up. It's almost been a year, but they're up, and it's like okay, so we cased it out last year, just us two, mm-hmm. and we were like, you know what, this wouldn't be bad for Zach. Zach would enjoy. It. I think Zach would love seeing like yeah, Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and uh, they're gonna have the big uh, a big display on Star Wars again. They're gonna actually gonna have the the trench from the Death Star. Oh wow! Set up so you can actually fly like this little uh, X-wing through the trench and fire your torpedo. That sounds amazing. So they're going to have that. They're going to have the big cardboard cutout so you can make yourself into one of those uh, collectibles uh, action figures. And I know they're going to have the big dewback back. So I mean, just little things like that. I know he would freak out about. That's one thing that you and I didn't really do last time is take a lot of pictures. I took some pictures of you with some like folks that were dressed up. I think we got one picture with Wonder Woman. Um, oh yeah, we got the Wonder Woman one. We were, I think, we were a little careful about that one. <laughs> but you know, I've been taking 4K video a lot now, so I think I'm, I'll probably have to maybe cut a cut a video together too. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, yeah, those those Vader and the Emperor. I got the picture with that. That's and, right. Uh, that was awesome. And we got one of uh, was it Batman on the yeah. outside? I was like, yeah. dude, it's hot. I need to get inside. Oh, and I forgot they had the Ectomobile too. All yeah. sitting there and lit up. That was well. See, awesome. Zaxi being into like all these '80s cartoons. Yes, the '80s cartoons or the early '90s. Like he's he's watched basically all the Power Rangers. Yeah. And now he's watching like the Dino Charge Power Rangers. So he's kind of just morphing with the series. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is fun. I can't believe they're still around. I'm the Power Rangers and Pokemon. Like they just never left, dude. Oh yeah, they've no, stayed they around since we were kids. I don't know how, but they they just have. Well, Pokemon, it, they're I think they're kind of creative with that. Cause they they always kind of reach the kid level, and yeah. then they play off the nostalgia of the adults. Right. So the the adult wants to play it, and then the kids actually find it you know fun to watch, and then they start playing either the game or Pokemon Go, or some variation. 
you know, let's go Eevee for the Switch or whatever, whatever it is. Right. And it just keeps going and going and going. And I don't think that's going anywhere anytime. So I, I can absolutely see Power Rangers dying off. But Pokemon. Oh, I, I mean, I could have seen that, um, you know, two episodes into Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but somehow it's still here. <laughs> I enjoyed Mighty Morphin. Mighty Morphin. I, I did too, but it wasn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't a. Quality I mean, show. I mean, that was yeah, definitely not a quality TV show. Right. <laughs> so I, you know, as, as far as the Marvel portion of Comic Con, I think we, we we pretty much covered that uh, fairly well. As far as the big big announcements, I'm going to lob some. Other Comic Con related news at you and and, and see if uh, see if you're aware or, or get your thoughts on it. So, the very first day, uh, we saw a trailer to Top Gun Maverick, and I know Top Gun's one of your favorite movies of all time. What what did you think of the trailer? Okay, so when I first heard that Tom Cruise was, re- was bringing back Maverick, I was like, "You money hungry bastard!" <laughs> right. And I was like, he's going to kill one of my favorite movies. Really the only movie I like with him in it. That's it, it, it. I'm not a Mission Impossible person Really? See, I love the, that series. but I yeah, can't I, stand it. I don't know why. And maybe it's just him. Yeah. But uh, when I heard it, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to hate every minute of this. And then I watched the trailer, and I was like, Oh yeah, here we go again. <laughs> Where they had like the uh, the orchestral theme come in. Yeah, well, they show him standing on the aircraft carrier when he's being lifted with the jet, right. kind of like uh, like an homage to when he chucked Goose's uh, tags into the ocean, or when they show him like going through the gorge, like through the mountain range. Dude, I don't have that movie. I gotta get that movie. I had it on DVD like forever ago, but I've got to get it on digital. Well, some of these movies I just know so well. I'm like, why do I? Yeah. But it's, I don't know. It, it was one of those. I'm thinking. I'm like. I'm thinking. It's like he's still a trainer. Yeah. He's has done nothing more. And it's almost like when when they ask him that question, why nothing more? And it's almost like he did was gonna say. Now I almost expected him to say this. I always want to fly. Yeah. Because if he gets promoted too high, he's not gonna fly. Sure. Yeah. So he always wants to be out there. Now that's a complete flip to how the the almost the way the movie ended when he couldn't get over Goose's death. Yeah. So the, them showing that full maturation of him now in the air, and it looks like he's the lead guy. Yeah. Now, I don't know. At one point, I heard uh, Val Kilmer was going to be in it as well. I'm not sure if that's still true. Oh, I would love that. He's got to be in it. Yeah, when they first lo- when they started promoting, I know they delayed it a few times. Right. And when they first started promoting it, I thought I heard Val Kilmer was going to bring back Iceman. And, you know, he needs a wingman. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. So if they've got those two as the lead characters in it, that would uh, be cool. That would be awesome. And you know, and then then there was that there's that little shot of him on his motorcycle driving by, and like the plane taking exactly. off. Exactly. Like another one of those homage shots. Um, so what's the other one out there? Uh, let's see. Have you seen the first It It Chapter One? I haven't, but I. It's one of those ones I've always kind of wanted to watch. Janessa doesn't like horror movies. Yeah. The kids. Obviously, three and six. Yeah, they can't watch them. They're or they'll never right. go to an amusement yeah, park d- please, or anything. Please don't watch. Make your kids watch it. Please don't do that to them. So it's one of those ones I've always wanted to watch, but I haven't been able to find the time to watch it. When all right, I'll just say that I'm a tremendous fan of the first one. I'm a tremendous fan of the the book. When the first one came out, I got the the book on Audible, 
and I oh, I listened to it twice in a row. And this is a long book, dude. This is like fourteen hundred pages or something. And and the Audible's like fourteen hours long. <laughs> Holy crap! But I just loved it so much. The book was great, and uh, I got excited. But anyway, I'm excited. I, the trailer was amazing. Yeah, I seen the trailer. Now I didn't know really the outcome of the first one. Right. And it looks like they thought they killed him or did something to him in the first Did you ever one. see the uh, miniseries with Tim Curry back in the day? Back in the mm-hmm. 90s? Anyway, yeah, well, you know, they, they fight it when they're kids. They, they come out victorious and 27. He's, he's essentially like this cosmic monster that comes back into this town every 27 years. So they didn't know that when they defeated him the first time, they thought that was it. But 27 years later, like kids start disappearing again, and they all get drawn back to this town. But they're you know they're adults now, so it's not like kids like the Goonies fighting a monster. It's like adults no, trying yeah. to fight this evil, right? And you just got an amazing cast. You got Bill Hader, who I love. You got James McAvoy. Um, so anyway, I, I was pretty excited about the trailer there. Uh, yeah, when I seen the trailer, it was definitely one of those ones that definitely perked my interest. I seen yeah. it. I was like, okay, that looks good. I've got to catch up. How about some of these uh, HBO shows? We've got, uh, have you seen anything about The Watchmen? I haven't. And, and really, The Watchmen, even the original movie, yeah, it really never... Never piqued your interest. See, I, loved the, I watched it. It was a fun one watch. I've never seen this again. I loved the book, and this is kind of takes place, or takes uh, more of an adaptation of the book, like a sequel to the book almost. So I'm definitely going to watch it, but you're right. I mean, it's it's... Kind of be, it's going to be here or there whether or not I stick with it. Um, Westworld Season 3, do you happen to catch that trailer? I didn't, but I have not watched Season 2 yet. <laughs> I mean, it, watch the, the Season 1 was amazing. Season 1 was great. Season 1 was amazing. I'll tell you, and Season 2 was kind of a slog a little bit. Now, and I heard that, and I was like, you know what? Nothing, had, nothing was pulling me back. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was like, okay, if it's not pulling me back, I'm not really interested going back to it. But now I'm seeing the... Season three is actually looks intriguing. It's like, man, now I have to sit through like a sixteen episode or however many episodes it is on season two. Well, Aaron Paul's going to be in it, and uh, yeah, it looks like they're. I mean, they're going to be out and about. They're going to be in the real world, not just in Westworld. So they're going to be opening it up a little bit. So that looks good. Um, well, I could just keep listing these, but I, yeah. there's. Do you remember that? Were you a fan of the Dark Crystal as a kid? I know. I had no idea what it was. No, it was a Jim Henson movie. Yeah, I mean, I know a little 80s. bit more now just based on the other, uh, making the second one. But right for Netflix. I, yeah. I'll just tell you that I'm. I was never a huge. It kind of the, the the movie kind of missed me as a kid. I think I was too young when it when that movie first came out. I remember Labyrinth more than I do. Uh, Labyrinth Dark is Crystal. my movie. I'll go back yeah. and watch the Labyrinth at any time. Um, but I was just like super impressed with. <laughs> Because I watched the trailer for this new Dark Crystal, and it looks like... it. I mean, the Jim Hunton company did do it, of course, but it's been so long since I've seen... Because everything's CG these days. But they went full-fledged, like, they Muppet, went, oh, like, yeah. animatronic. They went, they went way back to the roots. They did. It's puppets, it's animatronics. I mean, they're helping stuff with CG as far as, like, green screening and settings and stuff. Um, but it just looks sharp. It looks really good so that's another one that i'm definitely going to check out like a lot of these ones you know it's some of these are going to be crash and burn where they're going to come out and, and it's going to be like ah, it was okay yeah. <laughs> you know they know how to get the hype train going for a lot of just law of averages Con. though you know every you know four or five one or two are actually going to be good right but yeah i mean a lot of this stuff really did kind of pique my interest another one was picard I, i'm not i haven't been a star trek guy you know me i'm more of a star wars guy anyway 
But uh, there's this new show that uh, Patrick Stewart's actually going to be in. He's repri- reprising his role as uh, Jean-Luc Picard. And uh, that trailer looked really good. It's on that CBS All Access uh, app. Have you, you? You don't have that app, do you? Yeah, no. They're not getting me to buy that. I no. Mean, but then it, it's falling in the road. There's going to be a war when it comes to these apps. Oh, yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, this is a whole other topic. But they've got, like, for instance, have you seen anything about the HBO Max? Yeah, a little bit. It's gonna, it's I, from what I hear, it's gonna be taking over the app that I use currently, DirecTV Now. It's Disney's actually gonna hurt everybody yeah. when they come out with that. Like, oh, seven ninety nine. That, that's a given. I mean, Disney Plus that service is gonna be day one by like. I, I oh, they got they got my money. Might as well just pre you know, order it now. I honestly hope that that they don't have like technical server issues when they first start up that first day because there's gonna be a lot of people. On just day say here's one my here's my service. money. Yeah. <laughs> But right, I think but we've, we've kind of covered a lot here today. Yeah, I think we have. I mean, we uh, wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the podcast and get your thoughts on The Lion King and kind of cover some of the stuff that happened over the weekend when we're in San Diego. But um, anyway, I, as far as our first show goes, I think this was a rousing success. I would say so. We didn't, <laughs> crash, we didn't crash and burn We didn't crash here. and burn, yeah. We didn't crash our fighter jet. Um, <laughs> You're not chucking right. my tags into the ocean. Well, if we were more professional, I'd start playing the uh, Top Gun theme uh, as our outro here and, and get sued by Paramount Pictures, but uh, luckily we're not there yet. Uh, so anyway, I guess that's it. Until next time. Yeah, thanks for joining us, guys. We'll thanks see you later. Thanks for joining us. See ya.